Roxy Soxy. Ooh, that's a doozy. Good afternoon, Tab Tab. I know. We've got when we're in quarantine because that's the time that we don't have to look after our children. We can just Woo! put them in the Yes. Yes, it's all about that. It's all about that. And uh, today I am super excited because we have one of my college gal pals here. Back for a second time around. Back for a second time. We didn't scare off the first time, so she's back. She's back. (laughs) There's nothing else to do. (laughs) Right? Miss Sasha Alexander. Hi, guys. You're back, girl. You're back. I have so much to do right now, Tammin, by the way. You know, maybe you know what sort of things I have to do. I got laundry waiting. I've got ironing. I got to do a project for my, you know, kids. Well, nothing's kids fun to do. What do I say? Like, yes. you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's just basic crazy. 1950s housewife. That's what yeah, we all so are now. Like a 1950s housewife. housewife. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. By the way, I really want that lipstick, Tana. What's that lipstick? You're wearing it too, Roxy. Both got some red on. Ooh. I have no pants on and my red lipstick because you can't see me below I my waist. Some red. <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's called Rouge Noir, which is like... But- what I was before quarantine. <laughs> By the way, a little scary. lipstick does sort of help us feel a yes. little bit more alive, doesn't it? I feel yes. like we need a little zhuzh. Yeah, we need now. a little pick-me-up. Let's walk around with pajamas and red <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> I looked in the mirror the other day and I was like, what has happened to my face? Like I thought yeah. not putting on makeup and being quarantined would be a good thing for my body and my face, mm. but I look like I've aged and <laughs> like years. Totally it's 24 seven kids. And then all the snacks and shit we're eating. <laughs> I don't think that helps. I definitely oh don't because we're not like, I mean, I just started, I think I had week one, I was in shock. Uh Week two, I went into like a weird kind of discombobulated confusion of like getting through the day and being like, okay, I have to get this under control. Week three, I was depressed. I have to say, I hit this like low of, whoa, what's going on? And I don't feel Mm -hmm. good. I don't feel good. Like what's happening. And now this week, I'm like, you know, I washed my hair. Acceptance. I I got up. I'm putting on clothes. I'm like, I'm going to like, I mean, I, you know, not pajamas. I'm like, I'm actually like, changing to work out and then changing out of my workout clothes and actually trying to work out now. And so, you know, it's been, it's been intense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's like, it's like you go through the yeah. seven stages of yeah. like grieving almost, you know, it's like you're going through now you're finally, yeah. you're finally where we, I feel like I am too, is like acceptance. Like yeah. we're just fucking dealing with it. Right. Yeah. Where you are too, Tamman. Um, but have you wanted to kill your husband or kids yet? Like I have, <laughs> are you there yet (laughs) i have a couple texts with different with different friends and moms that are all going through you know they all have their moments of when Uh that day hits that you just really want to strangle somebody in the house (laughs) um you know i it's interesting we had this year i think when we talked last you know my husband was in italy eduardo was in italy most of the year making a film so we were not, we were together in the summer and then all mm-hmm. the fall he was gone. We, we saw him for two weeks at Christmas and he was away. And so now all of a sudden we're reconnecting. And, and that's, been, and 
that's been fun. Like we were like, we're really happy to have a mom. I know. Look at you guys. And immediately to reconnect. I like, we oh my gosh, you're the sexy time in quarantine. Yeah, so there Sasha. was. Yay for Sasha. She's having it. Oh yeah. All night long. Oh my I really wish it was this, but it wasn't because he was in quarantine. So we came oh, back from shit. Italy. So we were like, please don't touch us. But we were so happy to have you here. Oh. Um, but now, you know, but now we're getting into sexy time again. Now we're sort of feeling like, okay, we're here. How are we going to make this work? I yes. keep on you know, um, my husband and putting on boys to men all day. <laughs> so every day it's like, I wake up at 9 a.m. and I'll be like, I'll make love to you. And he's like, I can't stand you anymore. You're hilarious. And it's like, where did we go wrong? <laughs> so see, all you, you have to do is serenade yeah. them, Sasha. Let's uh, let's uh, serenade them. Uh, you know what? That won't do it for him. My voice is, <laughs> I don't have a good voice. And he has such a good voice. And he so appreciates people with good voices. That is not the glue between us. Like, I think my voice will turn him off. Like, I can't, I can't. I can dance. I can dance. Okay, TikTok. I can dance, you know, I if I dance, like, if I TikTok it, he'll be like, but oh my God. My voice is definitely not the thing. Um, but no, you know what? I think that to answer your question, there've definitely been moments. I think that what I'm feeling myself, and I feel like a lot of women are feeling, is that we do a lot. Like I know where everything is in the house. Mm-hmm. I know, like he asked me where everything is. Like, where's the extension cord? Where's the, you know, where's the glue for this? Or how does this all the time? And that is like, wait a minute, how do I know where everything is? So now Mm -hmm. it's like the laundry, the cleaning, the, I have now handed off a lot of my son's, you know, homework stuff and been like, you got to handle this. But in the beginning, you know, he's, he's working remotely Mm -hmm. and everything fell on me to kind of do it all. And I think that was kind of really overwhelming. I mean, I've never cooked so much. I love to cook, but you know, lunches, dinners, lunches, dinners, lunches, dinners, breakfast. I was like, you got to take over. I got to like, not do that first thing. I've got to be able to have a cup of coffee. And so it's, um, that's been, that's been challenging. And then I have a teenager. I have a teenage girl. Yeah, God. Who's oh actually God. been really pleasant, surprisingly enough. I was more wow. concerned about her and she's doing, yeah, she's doing really well. Kim and I were talking about that. We're like, is it better to have like young kids like we have in quarantine or to have like an older teenager? Yeah. And exactly. so we're trying to like, you know, we're like, which what's better? I don't know, you guys. I mean, I in some ways I'm I mm-hmm. feel like you have the better end simply because your children are so happy to have you home. And to not to just be with them. And truthfully, they take less. I think it's harder on you guys, but I think for them, it's easier because you're home and there's no distraction. And I think when they get older, what's hard with the teenager is that like, this is a moment in their life when they really want to separate from family and spend less time with us. And now they're being forced with us. And it kind of sucks. I mean, you know, they want to be with their friends and they want to be talking and doing their stuff. And luckily they have their phones and they have this way of communicating. But but still for them, this is like really like, it's tough. I feel for her. We've definitely like extended our um, our rules and our limits for allowing her to a little bit more space to feel like she can 
make her day, you know. It's weird because my husband and I have actually been enjoying the quarantine because we work so much that you're like passing ships in the night all the time. And this has kind of forced us to connect and work through issues that we have and be without kids and not be on our phones all the time. So it was actually such a wonderful experience for the first couple of weeks. But then I was like, you know, I am craving human connection and being, you know, being driven by life and the world and color and smells and tastes and people. And, and when you take that away so fast, it is such a shock to the system and you do have to catch up. So yeah, when you were saying like the third week, I think it's just the reality sets in that this is not going to be over for quite a while. That's what got to me. You know, I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what people are saying. I totally hear you. Uh I do. And I do think that that's, that's why I really did enter this week with a clear idea and a meditation just for me of, I need to connect. And that's why speaking to you guys and and reaching out, you know, I've been reaching out to a lot of friends overseas who truthfully are having a much harder time than we are. Not only did they get hit really hard in Spain and Italy and some other places, but also they're like locked in their homes. They can't even take a walk or go, you know, everything is a lot, a lot more, um, a lot more difficult there. And that's really made me kind of think a lot about, you know, our situation. And, and I also get sad because I sad and grateful about all the people that are out there working around the clock. Like if you think of nurses and doctors and everybody else in the medical field, I mean, they're not seeing their children. I don't know how they're doing it. And then I think of them and I'm like humbled beyond belief. Um, but that said, um, I understand. I think that this is bringing out a lot of feelings for a lot of people. Do you feel overwhelmed with it? Like, does it ever get to be too much? Like listening to the news and the press conferences and like being stuck at home. Does that ever get too much? Like, and what do you do to like kind of deal with that? I I stopped watching it. I really did. I mean, I really like Chris Mm -hmm. Cuomo and I like, um, there's some people that I watch. So maybe Mm -hmm. before bed, I look at it for 20 minutes or so. Truthfully, I will look in the morning at just kind of updates and I'll hit the, the sites that I'm interested in and the top news, but I don't sit there and like, keep watching it. I've had to, I've had to turn that off. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what everyone's doing, focusing a little bit more inward and being mm-hmm. present and what we're going through and the, the stuff we have to accomplish every day mm-hmm. and keeping our head above water. Cause I think it can be, yeah. over, it's very overwhelming to hear of everybody's ideas and thoughts on it and who's pointing fingers at who, and also all the politics mixed in with that. Is mm-hmm. like crazy making. I, I can't. I can't follow it all. It's really Ugh, tough. It's it's awful. So but, you so you guys have homeschooling, correct? Yeah. Okay. So you're the designated teacher, or your husband, or do you split it up? Like, how does it work in your household? Yeah. Well, the first two weeks were very difficult. My daughter's school was amazing, but she's in eighth grade, and she hopped on there. They had trained the kids like the week before it started at school. Mm-hmm. They were really mm-hmm. on top of it. So for her, it was seamless. I think for her, she just started getting headaches because of the blue light, even though it was off the computer. So I just got her some glasses for that. That's helping. But my son is in third grade. Like they don't use a ton of computers. He doesn't know how to go on Zoom and go from class to class. So that was really a lot for all the parents to navigate. Mm -hmm. Like I was basically sitting with him all day. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was a lot, but then he got the hang of it. And I think that it's been a really good time to teach our children how to be resilient and to take care of themselves too. Yours are still young. 
So it's mm-hmm. unfair. But mine are at an age where it's like, you get up, you make your bed, you brush your teeth, you do your stuff. Like all the things that I kind of let them slide on before because they had to rush out the door to the bus or they had to get to school or they had mm-hmm. homework or activities. Now I'm like, no, you're home and you're going to be part of the family. And these are things that you're going to do. These are things we do as a family and we help each other out because I can't do everything. So he now is learning to kind of like manage his space better, mm-hmm. to keep his homework neat, to all the things that I think he's nine, he just turned nine. Um, but he's learning things that he did not learn before, which is very tough. And it, mm-hmm. it was very overwhelming for him. So we help him out. We're kind of here on call. We can now leave the room and mm-hmm. he teaches, but we do have to keep on him with like what homework is due, what projects are due. Mm-hmm kind of like keep pushing them to do it because, mm-hmm. you know, so, but it's better. It's better. So what does that kind of a, a day, because now we've had to all restructure our whole lives, essentially <laughs> the schedules, work, family time, everything. What does a day look like in your house now? Like with the homeschooling and cooking and it's like, do you guys have like an equal division of labor between the two of you? Or is it like more like you're doing more of the stuff? Like what comes up? You know, I realized that I, cause I was raised with a single mom. And so yeah. like, she was like the super homemaker and she did stuff. She never really would kind of stop and teach me how to do all these things. So I learned right. them by default when I got a family, like all of a sudden yeah. I was learning it all. But I realized that I did not know how to make my family contribute to do those things. Mm. Even though my children, I'm like a neat freak and I want them to keep things organized and neat. My daughter was great at it, but now we're talking about deep cleaning. We're talking about like, (laughs) talking about like, you know, our bathrooms clean, like everything. And so can't spend all day every day doing that. I, you know, I can't clean up after them if they don't pick up their stuff. Like everybody should take their stuff. Like now they clean the table and they set the table and they put the stuff in the dishwasher. Like now we've designated how everyone is going to contribute. And Mm -hmm. one of the things I did went online and I looked at some people that were talking about how to do this and, and I just came up with a plan. And one of the things that worked for us was asking everybody what really they wouldn't mind, what they would mind doing the least. Like what, these are the things that need, I made a list. These are the things that need to get done. Uh And I can't talk. What are the things you would mind doing the least? And and everyone kind of chose stuff. And, and the kids are just in charge of their room. Like, I don't think my daughter's old enough to be doing laundry, but I don't think that they're, I'm not going to ask them to be cleaning like the floors, mm-hmm. but I am asking them to keep their stuff neat and tidy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it's tough to come up with that plan. Like some people are really good at that. Maybe their moms taught them that, but I didn't no. quite know how to like get no. everyone involved yeah. in doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Are you guys, did you guys know? I mean, your kids are so little, but my husband yeah. had a single mom as well. So like she, he does everything. Well, he does a lot in our house. Like he does all the laundry. He does all the cleaning because wow. he's obsessed with cleaning. And I almost think it's like an OCD thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm actually okay with it in this situation. Right. <laughs> like in yeah. general, I'm like, you need to get some help. Like you need to like figure that shit out and like deal with yeah. your past. But now I'm like, all for it, be OCD. Oh, I love it. So every yeah. weekend, but now we've pitched in because we realize it's really not fair to just like hand him everything, even though he does love to 
to clean. Mm-hmm. So on the weekends, we realize if we do deep cleaning on the weekends, it sets us up for the entire week. So yeah. because we're not going anywhere other than a short drive to a secluded park and then like freak out and come home. So like we, we cleaned the floors last weekend, like deep cleaned the floors. And so to, uh, this weekend we're going to do um, the walls, like actually like, and it's funny because we've had a housekeeper once a week and you don't realize how much they oh, do and how much you don't so do. Much. And I was so like, much. how do I clean a toilet? Like I've had no <laughs> idea how to clean a toilet, but now I figured it out. And it's like, and then it's empowering in some way. Like we've offloaded so many jobs, which I feel like we should, it's because we are doing other things to, to like careers and whatever. But I do think we should know how to do these basic, simple tasks. And quarantine mm. has forced us to do that. You yeah, know what I, I think? You know, I agree ahead. with you. I know. I just agree with you. I, mm-hmm. I really do. And I have to say that my husband's also a total neat freak, but he, he has like designated areas. Like he loves to clean the kitchen, like hyper clean mm-hmm. the kitchen. Um, but then it's like, you go into other areas and he just like, won't touch it. And so I, it was funny to kind of see how that worked, but I have to say, um, I have to say as well, like I've been very grateful that he, that he actually, the things that he didn't know how to do, he's learning how to do. And Mm -hmm. I think it's actually, it's, I do think it opens your eyes to all the stuff that we've sort of pushed aside. Not that we have to do it when you're doing your career. It's hard to do everything, Uh but I think, I think you can find a pleasure and a, and, um, in taking care of your stuff. There is a Uh Mary Kondo kind of mentality of like, all of a sudden I'm cleaning and I'm like, Oh, I have that thing. Mm -hmm. What's this thing? Why is it here? Mm -hmm. Do we need this? Do we not want this? Like, and sort of you start to cleanse. And I think that's a very therapeutic way to look at it. I've been kind of trying to do that and not trying to also spend like a full day cleaning, but like Mm -hmm. a couple of hours, like I'm going to hit this today, this tomorrow. And that way I don't feel like my whole day was taken up doing it. I don't know. Everyone's different. Yeah, doing little bits. But I mean, I think too, getting your kids excited about it is also really good and making them feel like they're part of a team. Like we kind of tell our daughter, we're like, okay, this is our team. This is like team manning. We're like all coming together. We're all going to like work towards like getting EXO dead. And I when think that- that's a young kid thing, <laughs> yeah, they stop yeah, doing yeah. that. They're like, screw you. <laughs> I think around eight, they're like, really? Seriously? Yeah. I'm not doing <laughs> that. Like, I, no, no, no. If I, if I try to say like, no, it's really fun. We're all like, and it does a swirly thing. We're going to figure it out. Well, shit. They're not. They're but not. I was going to say when all else fails, it's bribery. And we're yeah. like, okay, you can make like 25 cents. Well, I think I, with your kids, Sash, they end up more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's all about the money. We're like, okay, you can get this, you can get this, you can watch a movie. It's all about bribery, isn't it? Food, food, everything's food or brownie. I'm like, I've given my kids 26 brownies, but we have a one-year-old, so now I'm like, we have to use her as childcare. So we're like, Phoenix, you will get their third brownie for the day if you can just look after your sister Lennon for one hour while she's in the playpen, and mommy can just like pee on her, pee on by herself. Then you get another brownie. Oh my, pee on herself. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Yeah, those were the days. I mean, I definitely have been trying to bribe them with food in the sense Uh of like making things that they love and they're excited about. It makes the house cozy. It's fun. But Uh I also think they get happy about it. Like I like my daughter, I made her this like blueberry tart that I make like I make it twice a year, but Uh I knew that she would be happy and and making her that 
I kind of like, I did earn points like through the next day. Right. I was like, come on, I made the blueberry tart. Like you can dust that table. It's nothing. Look at that. Here, here's the rag. Here's the thing. Just dust it. Right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. No one's ever going to question a stay at home parent ever again, or a single parent or people that like, you know, are really, really making all this shit happen. I mean, yeah. that, kudos to them, you know? I agree. Right? I agree. I also, I also did discover happily that my, you know, my housekeeper does an amazing job. Like when yeah. you get the corners and stuff, some of my friends are like, I'm realizing she doesn't do anything. And I was super happy that I, I, I did think that she really did hit stuff. Like it hasn't been, you know, it's not that, listen, I think it's important for us to connect to the things that become part of the way we live. It helps us look at how we live. Not even if we're alone, we look at our stuff or if we're with a family, we start to sort of look at, you know, our habits. And, and, and I think that it's a good time to teach our children just how to like do this. I mean, they're watching us by example. And I, I think that's been a thing that's helped me get out of maybe the, the depressive part of this situation is taking it as an opportunity to teach our kids and take this time to be together, to connect and to teach our children by example, what it means to go through something that is really challenging. I mean, I can't, I can't tell my daughter that it's not really sad that she doesn't get to see her friends and that she's not going to finish the year and get her eighth grade graduation ceremony. She was looking forward to and all the things that, you know, her dance competition. She worked for all year. Everything's canceled. I mean, I can't tell her that's not sad. It is sad. It's sad for all of us. Um, And so I think that even just by giving them, listening to them and giving them the opportunity to express how they're feeling helps us in our relationships with them. Like you guys will see when they get older, it's, it's just, it's just hard. You just, everything is an opportunity to teach them something that they can take with them into their adulthood. And I'm at that right now. So in some ways, I'm just trying to do that lead by example, try to be positive and pull it together and not look like a mess every day and try to be like, mom got up, look, I'm up, I'm going, let's do it. You know, I think we should check in with our housekeepers. Cause it's funny. Cause I, I checked in with our nanny slash housekeeper and she's really struggling. She's really yeah. struggling with her own mm-hmm. depression and anxiety. Cause there's, she's never had anything like this. And for her going to different families, cause she's part-time with us, gave her such a sense of joy and now she's lost all of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whatever we can do to like, make sure that if there's nannies out there who see your kids, like to just check in with them and see how they're doing. I agree. I agree with you. I think it's super important to check in with people right now because I do think that it's something that just every it's, it's hitting everybody in such different ways. And we, we need to check in. Absolutely. I agree with you. You know, we have so many people that are involved in our life that help us so much mm-hmm. that same thing. We've just sort of said, Hey, you know, you know, we're there for you and any way we can be, and we'll just continue on. And when this all goes over, we'll, we'll refine it, you know, we find each other, but yeah, we're doing the same. Yeah. It's important. Are you explaining to your kids? Like, I mean, your older daughter probably is very aware of what's going on, but like for your son, are you kind of taking him through what's going on? Like in the world right now, like as far as like the virus and you know, all that kind of stuff? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's old enough to understand what this happened and how it started and what Mm -hmm. it means and how it hits people. So yeah, I mean, they're old enough to understand. And also I feel like it's, it's really hard because 
they're, they have to practice social distancing mm-hmm. with their friends right. moving forward. They had to, for even a couple of weeks, like it was like school was over and it was so mm-hmm. shocking to them. And now if, if we do go out, rarely they have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they have to understand what it means. We also have, you know, my mom, their grandma lives nearby and she's the only person that we have been, you know, seeing through the quarantine and she doesn't see anybody. And we told them like, you have to be careful so that grandma doesn't get sick. So mm-hmm. I think they have to understand what that is. And, and, and in fact, when she comes over, they don't hug and kiss her. They're not mm. like engaged. We're keeping a distance, but we're, you know, being cautious. So yeah, we do tell. Are you mm-hmm. scared? Like, do you feel fear? What I mean by that question is I don't really think about my family contracting it because you just keep yourself busy and you're worried about the cooking and the homeschooling and the cleaning. Yeah. But does it ever keep you up at night? Like what if this affected my family? Yeah. I've had moments of it. Very, very Mm. brief. The only reason I feel like I'm, I'm a bit more optimistic is because I have friends that have lived in, in China and in Hong Kong and, and they have gone through things like this, like SARS and other things that mm-hmm. has hit there and they've had to do this, not at this extreme level, but kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they've gotten through it. Like mm-hmm. we will get through it. So I feel in right. my mind, I have other things that I panic about. I panic about earthquakes. I panic about yeah. other things that are totally without any warning. I panic mm-hmm. about a lot of other stuff, but you know, I'm scared about, I'm more scared and angry that we live in a world that is so technologically advanced. And yet when this happened, we, it took us months to figure it out. Like, I don't understand how people didn't listen. I don't understand how the information, and I'm not putting any blame on a specific person. I'm simply saying, how did Mm -hmm. we not get to a place that we were starting this process earlier? Mm -hmm. I, I genuinely am more angry at at the system in which sometimes our world fails us. And I'm, mm-hmm. that upsets me because I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like everywhere in the world, we're all connected now in the way that mm-hmm. we all want the same things. We all want security. We want safety for our families and we want health. Mm-hmm. And if anything, this has brought us closer in seeing that we are truly globally connected right. because we're on planes together we live in a very a global and international uh, world and that connects us. And so we're responsible yeah. for each other. So if one country is making decisions about things, it might affect everybody else. And so I'm not scared that we're not going to move through this. Mm-hmm. I'm more curious about how we're going to move through it. And, and will people take from this the positives and make the changes that we need to moving forward mm-hmm. instead of like, are they just going to jump back into the madness of how it was? And then this happens again, or we get, you know, God forbid we get a second wave yeah. at some point that yeah. scares me. Like the flu and then, pandemic and, you know, yeah. that's what that what is, is three waves. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, and if mm-hmm. we're not smart about it, that scares me. Because mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we're going into a, into an ex, really extended period of time that is totally out of our control. And mm-hmm. that to mm-hmm. me is, that's scary. It is sure. scary. And talk about scary. I mean, even just stepping out of your house these days, you know, you have to be in a face mask and everything. Have you been going to like the grocery store to pick up essentials and things like that? And if so, like, what is your process with that? 
Um, no, we've just, you know what, we, we've taken turns. I have gone a few times, mm-hmm. but I just wear a mask and gloves and yeah. grocery stores are being really careful. Everybody's six feet apart. There's not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of the local places around our house, a lot of the restaurants are all having these like farmer's markets now. So if you go in and you just order online, uh, all the produce that you want, you just go pick it up in a box. They put it in your car and you're done. So for us, I have to say it's been relatively, you know, not, you know, not horrible, but it's unpleasant. I mean, Mm -hmm. nobody wants to go grocery shopping with a mask and gloves. And I don't see, I don't see that changing in the Mm -hmm. near future. I don't think that we're just going to be like, Hey, here we go. Right. And I do think that there's big changes to be had. And that's, I know what that looks like. I'm trying not to psych myself out with thinking about that too far in advance right. because um, I don't want to say it scares me, but it just, it, it really like makes me um, uncomfortable yeah. in a way that I'd rather not get there just yet because we are resilient as, as a species and we will find mm-hmm. a way. I just, I just hope that we can trust the people who are in the higher ups to do the right things and to guide mm-hmm. us in the way that we need to, you know, be making, you know, making up stories and BS just based on their own agenda and yeah. politics. Like that mm-hmm. kind of freaks me. Do you worry about what work is going to look like after this is over? What it means for the yeah. entertainment business? Yeah, I do. And I'm, you know, I'm, I think it's amazing what you guys are doing because if you continue to just do this and keep talking to people, I think people want to be connecting and seeing people and having conversations and mm-hmm. people and other women who are going through, you know, what we're all going through differently, but still together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have no idea how, and I've spoken to a few people in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. I think it's really um, difficult because I think that, you know, in production, we know that you're close to hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're in each other's faces. And there's no, not only is there no way to kind of control that, but another big thing in Hollywood that always surprised my family is that, like, even if I was sick, I had to go to work. Of course, I yeah. vomited in a bag. <laughs> I've gone to work with fevers and all sorts of things, and it was kind of like, well, too bad, you know, yeah. that's your face. We just like put the makeup on it and make her go. Yeah, so I don't. That's going to be like, yeah, I think that's all going to change. Yeah. Cause people are like, stay the fuck home if you're sick. Right. Yeah. And I I think that we we also in our country don't have things in place to compensate for this. Like we don't Uh get paid if we don't show up and we don't get so Although there's going to be a lot of mm-hmm. need for content because at some point, whatever is digital, which is what everyone is consuming, there there is no mo- there is no more. So once this is over, I feel like there's going to be a desperate need for shows and digital content and films because no one's been making movies. No one's been mm-hmm. creating TV shows. So I do mm-hmm. think it's not going to be soon, but when we're out of this, I think there's going to be a mad dash. F- and I do think the economy is going to really benefit from everyone needing content out there. And I think mm-hmm. we will as well. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. Of course, everybody will, but you know, there was a lot of stuff that they started this year and just didn't get, didn't get made. I mean, the productions mm-hmm. had to stop. So yeah, I do. I, I mean, I do think that we'll get there. It's just a question of when. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm very hopeful. I hope, I mm-hmm. hope that's the case. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we're all going through this together right now, going through the quarantine, but what are some of the, like, 
the best coping strategies that you have for keeping your relationship strong? Like, do you have like a good I mean, way to keep it solid? Do you fight? Secrets, <laughs> fights, maybe oh, fight and have yeah, sex. Everybody fights. <laughs> everybody hurts. You know, I'm, I'm really lucky that I married, I think we talked about this before. I married uh-huh. somebody that I get along with. We right. just fundamentally, we get along and he is really, and this is something that, you know, I'm definitely, I'm very grateful for during this quarantine time is I'm married to somebody that the glass is always half full. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when we first started dating, I remember thinking that he was just like way too like, of like, like a happy person. And mm-hmm. I, I was not, <laughs> I mean, not that I wasn't, <laughs> but I was like, that was more complicated yeah. and I was more moody and I was m- more of a more complicated, um, in that way. And he wasn't, and I had to adjust and I learned mm-hmm. to adjust to wake up differently. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a habit of mine. I don't think it was part of my character. I actually mm-hmm. just think that I was somebody who I think a lot. And, you know, if something bothers me, I'm very sensitive. So I, so I'm married to somebody who wakes up and he kind of goes, he like, yeah. like you figure it out and you do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, I'm really grateful for that because I think that to have a person with that kind of personality around just in general, mm-hmm. like makes things more fun. Mm-hmm. His sense of humor. We're always laughing. We have dance parties, mm-hmm. you know, he was making the kids laugh so hard the other night just by doing these faces of like just making fun my son was like started to like cry about something and he's you know whatever I mean they're having their moments right and the way he handled it ended up just in like a laugh like a laugh party I mean we were just (laughs) all truly laughing together Mm -hmm. and I think that um I think that that really helps a lot I think that Mm we you know I've been like I said enjoying cooking we have family meals Mm -hmm together. We are exploring eating and doing things in different parts of the house. Like we Mm -hmm. never use our dining room, like our actual formal dining room, not formal, but it's, you know, and now we sit there all the time for dinner and I really Mm -hmm. set the table and I use all Mm -hmm. of our nice linens and I, and I like pull out things that I don't use all the time or maybe pull out on special occasions now to just make it pretty. I like candles. I set a mood so that we feel like we're moving through different parts of our day, not every night, but like a few nights a week. Mm -hmm. Um, so that helps. We've taken walks as a family. Mm -hmm. We go, you know, doing stuff in the afternoon, try to get some fresh air. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you watching Tiger King? (laughs) We watched Tiger King. We shot a movie in his bar, the movie that my husband and I, yeah. So he yeah. pulled a gun on my husband. So we shot Wailing, which is coming out on the 24th of April this month. It was supposed to be in theaters, but now it's TV, whatever. But it'll be in Netflix. Congrats. And you okay, see, great. you mm-hmm. see his bar that we shoot in. And I remember he like came up and he was like, what are you effing doing here? And we like <laughs> freaked out and he pulled his gun on us. And I was like, that is the craziest guy I have <laughs> ever seen or met. And it's him, the Tiger King. That is not what bums me out. What bums me out is my husband almost had the rights to that story. And we got so busy that we're like, eh, it'll never do anything. It's the biggest thing that's out there. <laughs> I would be, I would be well, 
falling down in using I'm using that the creators, the directors did an amazing job of like uh-huh. piecing these things together. I found, I mean, listen, he is such a character that I was shocked. And I also find, you know, Carol Baskin just to be a whole other. Yes. Do you think she killed her husband? Do you think she killled her husband? You know, I'm always of the mind where there's smoke, there's a fire. (laughs) I, I, I have to say that like, it's just a little odd that this Uh man disappeared Uh two months after he, people around him knew that he was going to leave her. Yeah, that's what happened. Tiger, I don't know. Now, on the other side of that, Uh I will say I did think it was weird that the guy was always going to Costa Rica and that he said, oh, if I pull this thing off, then whatever. So I'm not against the idea that this guy was just trying to bail and then something happened. But then wouldn't he bail with his money? You would think unless he was totally caught off guard, right? It's well, like he had more money than anybody oh, knows. Oh, oh, and he yeah. took that and he left her what he left her and he just went, see ya all. And he yeah. took off. That kind I mean, of makes me better. I I don't know. I kind of believe that story more. It's like it takes a lot for someone to kill I a person. You know what I mean? Like it's a yeah. really horrific soul to do something that bad and just to continue with their lives. I agree, I and I don't know how she would have done it without an accomplice, like somebody to help her. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, though, that was weird was every time in the interviews when she would talk about him, she had a smile on her face. I know. Like she was like, how did I kill him? I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. She was like laughing. And I'm like, lady, you're on the news, and they're asking you about your dead husband. Why are you right. smiling? Yeah. It's a Odd. I mean, that was the only thing that I just kind of found it odd. But that said, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a little bit of both. I don't know. It's a little bit. You know what? But speaking of Netflix, somebody has a movie coming out on Netflix. <laughs> this dangerous lies. Hi. It was, it was Windfall, and now it's uh-huh. Dangerous Lies. They changed the title, and I'm thinking, aren't all lies dangerous? No, 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 because they need to, because if it was windfall, it's too low at the bottom of the Netflix, just to let you know. So that's why it has to be when they search it. It's better oh. for the film if it's an A, B, C, D, or E. Just found this out, just giving you some info. You can continue your story. Oh, wow. But that's the reason. I didn't, that. that's the reason. I did oh. not know that. Yeah, April 30th, we're going to drop the trailer on Monday. It's a really nice. um, cool thriller with uh, Cami Mendez, um, who you know from Camilla from Riverdale. And Jesse Usher from The Boys and from um, Jamie Chung and Kim Jamie. Yeah. And, yeah. Everybody's, everybody's really cool. Yeah. It was a really fun script and I'm excited to see it. So what, what went on on set? Like anything fun, like go down while you guys were filming? We shot it in Vancouver. It was uh-huh. beautiful. Um, it was beautiful. Beautiful time of year. It was last May and May and June. And um, it was a great cast. We had a really good time. We had a lot of laughs. What's fun about mysteries is that you can kind of mess with people because I'm, I'm, my character is a uh, is a de- the detective, and oh. she's pretty sassy. And I, you know, there's there's a fun relationship between her and Cammy's character because she's trying to school her a little bit, like mm-hmm. she's worried for her safety, and so she's kind of playing big sister to her. So mm-hmm. you can have fun with that. I liked it, you know. Even though I've been on a lot of procedurals, I've actually never played a, 
a detective, believe it or not. But I've never played a detective. So I enjoyed it. Actually, it was fun. It was fun. Great director, Michael. We had a really good Uh time. Yeah, it was a good one. Really good time. Yeah. Well, Roxy Soxy, should we do Never Have I Ever and then then let Sasha go back to life? We've got a Never Have I Ever quarantine edition for you, Sasha. Okay. (laughs) You're like, I'm sweating. My pits are sweating. (laughs) Never Have I Ever not put on a bra for two days in quarantine. Yeah. Duh. Duh. <laughs> do I answer yes or no? So if you answer? haven't done, if, meaning if you let your boobs go free, then you you have, right? Roxy? Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. They've been flying so free. Say, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel right? like mine are sagging so low because of this quarantine. I'm just like, yes. I'm just going down. Well, actually, the problem <sighs> with not wearing one is I get a pain. Uh-huh. I get a pain under my mask because you sleep that way without yeah. it. And then there's yeah. nothing supporting in the day. And uh, then sort of, they just start to hurt a little bit. Yeah. They're just all over the place. Um, yeah. Never have I ever not showered for more than two days in quarantine. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it's all about conserving water, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Exactly <laughs> We're very environmentally aware. How long can I go till I stink? <laughs> oh, I know. That's the question. And also, <laughs> do we smell ourselves? Like, does our smell? I smell myself. Yeah. Oh, I totally yeah. do. I can smell myself. Like, oh. I totally do. Like, the moment that I'm like, okay, I smell like I've been like a, you know, on a bus somewhere in yeah. Eastern Europe for yeah, like, yeah. a long time time to go. I'm letting my underarms grow because I'm like, I've never done it. And I, I just kind of am embracing my feminist side. And I'm You're just so like, on trend, I, I am. <laughs> it's all the people are doing it. All the young kids I are can't. doing it. I just let it grow. It, kind of does, it stops at some point. It's kind of like that, you know, it tickles though. It's I feel tickled. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel it. Although I'm not, being, I'm not being very kind to my legs, by the way. My <laughs> legs are definitely oh, like, forget it. Forget yeah. it. Oh, the vajay. The vajay, oh. I always say, is one long strand and everything's a little <laughs> I'm great yeah, I know. I call her Samantha. Not. Samantha's really long. And I don't want to pull Samantha out because I feel like that's a lot of effort. You know what I mean? Like, the commitment for her oh. to have grown so yes. long is at least a three-year commitment. I don't Let her grow. Let her grow. Let her Let be. Her Let her be free. You guys are feel, 70s. Vintage. Vintage gal. my husband's in that vicinity. He's lucky anyway. <laughs> he's just going to have to ignore Samantha. <laughs> okay. okay. Never have I ever farted in front of my husband in quarantine. I just don't care because you're just quarantined. <laughs> duh. Like how many buzz everyone is a duh. <laughs> I'm quite proud of when I let I it run. Right? I sort of feel like, yeah, because I sort of feel like it's something I made to eat. So then I'm like, ooh, what was it? Yeah. And then I like to wait and have it come up in a moment when he asked me to do something like, do you oh, think yeah. da, 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 da. And I'm like, I don't know. Let me, let me think about it. Uh? And then, <laughs> what do you think? Oh, yes, no. always does the pull my finger. Pull my finger. I, know. I don't so want to Finger. Finger. Oh, no. doing it. I'm like, how do you no. have four farts up there just for this game? <laughs> I, at, at like some point before the quarantine, we were trying to have a little more decorum and we were like, we're going to close some bathroom doors. No. You know, keep, just keep leave a little it mystery. Now it's like, no, now it's like all doors are open. Like 
we're just he's shitting in front of me like it's just like there's no yeah, barrier but you know what because I, mean, I totally agree and it was like that and then a few days ago uh-huh. I started to get that feeling and tell me if you guys have ever felt this before where it's like, you just have to pull it together for your relationship. Know, because yeah. if it goes yeah. to that place, all no. of a sudden you're going to leave this quarantine. Like, Oh my God, there's <sighs> so many things that I have done and he's done that just disgust me about myself. And I don't want to look at myself in the mirror anymore. And like you said, I was like, I feel just gross. And I like, I can't. So I, feel like I need to pull it together, not just for me, but also for him to maintain some decorum, because if not, I mean, truly we're living in a really unsexy, really unsexy (laughs) moment. So it's like, I don't, you know, have to pull out Samantha. I don't know. I mean, so it hit me a few (laughs) days ago where I was like, I even, I actually asked him, I was like, can you, can you take off your pajamas today? Can you change? And he just looked at me really shocked. And he's like, I, I, I said, I know it's, it's three o'clock. I mean, the day's over, but can you change? Yeah. And he did. And he came down with a button down shirt and so a sweater. And he just looked so handsome. And I was like, Aww. oh, you look so cute. Like, I think we need to do these things for do each other. Because if not, I mean, it's a rabbit hole, right? Yeah, yeah it's a rabbit hole. I slept on red lipstick today. And this is how low the standard is. He literally took like three takes and was like, is that you? Like, that's all it takes. Throw a little lipstick yeah. on. It's like, it's like a new person. Yeah. Like, I said to my husband, I was like, you work out for me too, right? And he's like, no, I just don't think about it. And I'm like, what? I was like, I exercise mainly for you. I don't exercise because I want to be attracted to my own body. I do it so you don't go, oh my God, I don't see 16 quarantine totally brownies in your ass right now. I, I do it for him so that he looks at something nice and round when he's in a certain position. He's like, no, I don't even think about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Sure. And he goes, then this is the nice thing. He said, I would love you. This is what everyone's supposed to say. He goes, 20 pounds on you. I'd still think you're the most beautiful girl in the room. And I was like, you don't have Aww. to work out for me. <laughs> you don't have to. I know. I told Eduardo that when this is over, I'm going to have a six pack. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he was like, uh huh. And I go, wait, what's the face? Like, you don't believe that I could do that. I could do that. I he was like, it just means not eating. You only get a six pack from not eating. You don't get it from like ex- exercising a lot. Yeah. And there's no way you're not going to eat during this quarantine. <laughs> Sean's like, it's the only happiness I have. I was like, it's all- <laughs> speak for yourself. I know. He goes, it's so the only funny. joy I have in so my good. life. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> and it's like every carb. It's every carb. It's every sugar, every carb. It's like all the bad. I mean, I, you know, I'm keeping, I'm trying to keep the sugar down or make stuff at home that are fun for the kids, but keep it down only because I just, and my immune system drops from that. So I'm just, so I don't, I don't, we don't, I'm trying to keep that as, you know, under control, but you know. Damn. It's hard when there's so much food around though. You know, you just want to like go and snack all day long. You do. I know. I know. Never have I ever given my family, because we were, okay, so preface this, Tamman and I were talking about how day, like the week, first week, we were like, oh my God, we're like the Barefoot Contessa, like opening up cookbooks, like trying new recipes. Then week two, you go to your staples, and week three, we're like, what the fuck are we going to feed these people? Yeah, can't go to So never have I ever given my family canned soup for dinner during the quarantine. (laughs) Uh, not like us, no, right? no, 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 no. I, I absolutely have. I okay, absolutely yeah. have. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, just I mean, think of it at some point. Even, like, even the Pacific container foods, like, uh, that's yes. the hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't know make it. Really? No. <laughs> I mean, the grilled that and like a grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Oh, oh, yes. It yes, like yes. a tortilla and cheese. I was like, can we put a vegetable Absolutely. on there? And you're like, oh, oh easy. Absolutely. Like a little soup and on a rainy day as it's been, a little oh, soup and a sandwich. It's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. When you, yeah. I mean, you're cooking We're 357 meals a day. Yeah. I know. Oh my God. I know, really. It's been, but you know, on the other hand too, it's oh. nice to be able to cook and like, I've been taking stock of what I have. Oftentimes I buy things and they end yeah, up not yeah, cooking yeah, and yeah. it goes to waste. I feel like now, like I'm using what we yeah, have and I'm, I'm, you know, right. I'm sort of, being creative and coming up with things and trying new things. And so that's fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank, oh. you. thank you. This was so nice to see your faces. Thank and you. And- I know. It's like outside people. Outside people, outside people. I, I was like, should we be doing this interview with our masks on? I really adore you guys. And thank oh, you for continuing you. to just stay like busy and amazing and kiss your kids and oh. your hubbies. And, you know, let's just keep on talking and connecting and right. getting through this because I think that's the only thing that's going to help all of us. I really do. So mm. Thank you. Thank you. And we will definitely check you out in Dangerous Lies on Netflix Woo-hoo! at the end of this month. Yes. So excited. Thank you so much. Thank and we, we are Women on Top Official on Instagram. And Women on Top Podcast on Facebook. And I love you, Roxy Soxy. I love you too, Miss Tab And we are Women, Women on Top. Top.